I'm Kelly Harrell, author, animist, and creator of the Weekly Rune. Solentent Arts is my soul-tending practice, and you're listening to What in the Weird, my podcast in which I talk about runes, actionable animism, soul-tending, and how all of those intersect through sacred activism on my path. The Weekly Rune is out, and if you're not sure what it is, it's a runecast that I've done for years, focused on the runic calendar and the current half-month rune. The Weekly Rune is now available in full on Patreon.com. Just do a search for Kelly Harrell to find it, and you can find the archive of all past runecasts on my site, soulintentarts.com. If you're not sure what a half-month is or what the runic calendar is, Listen to the early episodes of What in the Weird, or just go read the weekly rune. It's explained fully at the beginning of every runecast. I want to thank everyone who listens to the podcast, those who send in notes. I always enjoy hearing from you and how the runes touch your life. I also want to thank my Patreon supporters who make the sharing of my rune work through the runecast and this podcast possible with their financial support. If you've benefited from the podcast, the runecast, or the ton of free articles on the runes, animism, and soul-tending on my website, you can show your support through buying my books, which you can also find at my website, soulintentarts.com, by making a one-time contribution through PayPal, or contributing regularly through Patreon. Just go to patreon.com and search for Kelly Harrell, and you can also subscribe to the weekly rune there. And thank you for it. We are soon closing the first eight. I can't believe it. I know it seems like it flies by. Gebo is the current half month rune, and it brings the first personal sense of place in community. So let's backtrack for just a second and talk about how we got here. Fehu is security via providing for ourself, for resources. Urus, grounding raw consciousness into the body. And Thorosus is aligning unconscious with how we engage externally, the internal with the external. So with those three, the first three runes of the first et, we have resources, body, connected consciousness. The immediate building blocks of selfhood. I mean, that's essentially what those things are. And then when we have the mastery of those, we move on to the next three runes, which are Ansu's speaking your truth. It's another way of saying what we give power. Raido, which is storytelling, what we tell, uh, what we reserve, how we present our power to the world. Kanaz or Kauna is what we do with all of the above. So these three, we have soothsaying, storytelling, and meaning. And, and they really are the interface for how we create our selfhood, right? I mean, these are the three runes that are how we present the first three runes to the world. Gebo is about exchange, gifts, giving, receiving, gratitude, partnership, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But ultimately, 
all of those are about the bonds created. Am I right? And bonds are community. We must have community, which means you must have a well-developed communal self. What does that mean? Well, we've all had our hands full of self-development. That That's like the current buzzword. It's, it's the new white bread, and it's the bulk of the stuff of the first et, self-development. Our culture is fixated on self-help. But is it really? Western culture has historically denied any nature-based approach to well-being, right? Things like acupuncture, homeopathy, and also any approach to self-awareness. In fact, it actively has worked against self-awareness. Things like meditation, personal relationships to spirituality, any kind of self-directed spiritual practice. And both of those things focus on nature and the self, right? So why do you think we've demonized them? Because they don't reflect controllable minds. If you are deeply steeped in nature, if you are deeply steeped in having a personal relationship to all things, you are less controllable. You you don't support the colonization of those things, yes? Anything that represents nature and self-empowerment is ultimately represented by indigenous ways of being, which in the Western mind that has been cultivated as evil. Why do you think that is? When we talk about that lack in modern self-help, when we talk about how we have removed nature, we have removed uh, the self-relationship to all things, direct relationship, when we talk about how we've removed those things from the modern perspective of self-help, what we're really talking about is a lack of animism. And animism is equated to primitive, non-logical, non-fact-based heresy. And that's why we devolved from actual self-help. But now we have this age of Instagram influencers. It's its its own industry, like way above anything that, you know, the health industry as far as fitness has ever seen. We have this sort of plastic sense of Instagram influencers that everything you can do in five minutes to better yourself is going to give you your every dream come true. It, it gives us these images of privileged people doing fabulously in their lives and sharing their secrets for how we can too. But what we really end up with is just enough information to limp along and develop a reliance on our gurus. It doesn't give us the keys to actual self-power and freedom, which means it also isn't animism. And the missing memo in all of that is that nothing can stay self-help. First of all, it has to be true self-help. It has to be actual um, 
empowering in a way that it gives you the ability to sustain the work that you're doing and build on top of it. And that's not what we generally have in our current industry of self-help. So the first thing is it has to be actual self-help so that we become a whole um, well-being. And then once we have that, it cannot stay merely self-help. All of our efforts to support ourselves, those are the first ant focuses. They have to verge into community support, duty, and growth. If it doesn't, it's not animism. One more time. If it doesn't, it's not animism. If the self-help that you're doing is not feeding you in such a way that you can stand on that foundation and show up to your community, it is not animism. Gabo is our first stop along the runic route to sharing what we've gained. Those first three runes, which are the body and the resources and the consciousness merging, and then the next three, which are our truth and how we share that truth with the world and the meaning we derive from it. Gabo is the first point where we're supposed to start doing something with that beyond ourselves. Not because it's cool or because it makes us look good, but because it's a requirement of our being. We can't just keep it for ourselves because there's really no such thing. Any effort that you put into squandering something that you've learned to keep it to yourself, to uh, enrich yourself and be able to see yourself as better than other people in that capacity, it's completely wasted energy. Even if it's really good stuff, even if it's deeply spiritual stuff, if you're just keeping it to yourself and you're spending all your effort on keeping it to yourself, even if that is unconscious effort, it is still setting you up for failure. It's not good weird weaving and it creates a rift in your connection to all things. The realized self must give way to an all self, as in A-L-L, all self. All of you, all that you are internally, all that you are, period, that verges into all things. The knowledge that you're not separate and everything you do must benefit not just the self, but also community. That is what is truly meant by partnership, the classic definition of Gabo. That is Gabo. So a challenge for this week's half-month room is to figure out the places where your self-help has worked. Where has it truly benefited you and created you in the role that you want to be and given you the power that you need to have? And then the next step is how are you sharing that power with your community? That is the true partnership of this season. And with that in mind, the, the half-month affirmation for Gabo, which is from my book, Runic Book of Days, it is how I give what I accept feeds my community. That's it for this episode. If you have questions or insights about working with the runes in season or you just need a cheerleader, 
feel free to email me at kelly at solentonarts.com or call in through the Anchor app, which you can download for Android or iPhone. Also, check out earlier episodes by downloading them from Google Play or iTunes and all the other podcast platforms out there. If you get a chance, check out Everyday Animism, which is a podcast that I co-host with a couple of other lovely ladies, also on Anchor. And other podcasts you might enjoy are Around Grandfather Fire, hosted by James Stovall and Sarah Odinson, and also Why Shamanism Now, hosted by Christina Pratt. You can learn more about me and my work by visiting solentonarts.com or on Instagram at Kelly Soul Arts. I'm Kelly, and this has been What in the Weird. <laughs>